I'm Dinah Harris, director of the Jackson Madison County Library in Jackson, Tennessee, and you're listening to our podcast, Opening Doors. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about our summer reading program. Imagine Your Story is our theme for this year, and my age-specific librarians, that would be Jency Spradlin, the Adult Services, Jennifer Kilburn, my Children's Services, and Jesse Rieger, the Young Adult Services Librarian, they all put their heads together and came up with a great plan to have a virtual summer library program since we couldn't come into the building for programming. It will operate through an app called Read Squared, I just want us to sit down and talk to Jency and let her explain to us how this is going to work. So take a listen as Jency and I are discussing the program. Hey, I have Jency Spradlin with me here today. Hey, Jency. Hey. Good to have you with me. It's always more fun when uh, one of you, one of y'all, are with me here. Uh, Jency is my adult services librarian, and we are so blessed to have her on staff here at the library as a member of our team. And she's going to talk to us today because she's been working with our teen librarian and our children's librarian, that'd be Jesse Rieger and Jennifer Kilburn, to give them a shout out. And she's been working with them to come up with this wonderful summer reading program that we're going to do this summer. And let's start by saying, what is the theme this year? The theme this year, and and one of the cool things about the summer library program that we do is that the whole state of Tennessee is on the same theme, and I think it's like 30-plus states. So it's through, as you know, the Collaborative Summer Library Program. Mm -hmm. So they develop lots of materials and supplementary things to Mm -hmm. kind of help us figure out how to do that theme. And then, you know, we always host every year the regional library librarians so that we can go through the theme and understand it more so we don't have to start from scratch and we have lots of resources so the theme um, for our library and probably most every library in Tennessee Mm -hmm. and otherwise is uh, imagine your story imagine your story and it's really focusing on fairy tales fantasy um, adventure you know knights and princesses and dragons and unicorns Mm -hmm. and a lot of the you know, was it Aesop's 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 fables, Aesop's fables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that? Yeah. So um, that's sort of the direction we're going, but it's going to be different this summer. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that because I know that normally we have a lot of big programs. We have hundreds of people that come in and bring their children and even adults. Since you've come, we've had such wonderful adult programming as well, and our teen programming mm-hmm. all it's, it's wonderful to see how th- all three of y'all have worked together to form what we call family programming yes. to get whole families coming yes. to the library and we've seen such a great increase of that uh, since you joined us and I really really appreciate that so much but what how is it going to look for us what's what is it going to look like for the library this summer? Well, this summer, our program is virtual. Okay. And another great thing about the state of Tennessee, the Library and Archives um, have purchased um, licenses for every library in the state of Tennessee to a program called Read Squared. Mm-hmm. And Read Squared is used by libraries across the country, and it allows um, us to really carry out the program online. There's an app, and there's the website. And through that app, you can log yourself, your children, um, their books they're reading, um, and and that sort of thing. And then you earn digital badges for that. 
And then we also put um, our activities that we're doing, they call missions, and we can talk about that in a minute, that are just different kinds of activities for each different age group. And you can earn badges for that. And then the system will help us select winners for prizes throughout the summer. And, and we can get to that later. But it really allows someone to have fun with them, their family or if you're an individual and give you ideas for things to do. And you don't necessarily have to come into the building to do it. Yeah, awesome. And we know that, I mean, we know because we see it every day, almost everyone has some type of electronic device. Yeah. But if there is a person that doesn't for whatever reason, is there a way they can still participate? Absolutely. We really thought a lot, and I know that you have stressed this with us, about making sure that we provide programs that really anyone, no matter, you know, we meet them where they are. And certainly some people may have smart devices that don't have the Wi-Fi, and we've got the Wi-Fi here, right. both outside and in the building. Um, we will have a computer set up in the library specifically for people to register for Read Squared and to log their, track their progress and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that's one element of it. However, another part of the program is gonna involve a physical journal that everyone will get. And these are co little composition notebooks and the different age groups, pre-readers, children, teens, and adults, we're all encouraging different ways of using the journal this summer. But they can also use the journal to log what they're reading um, and that sort of thing and to do different activities that will be um, putting information out about both electronically and, and, and some, you know, actual in-your-hand paperwork. So we feel like if you don't want to come to the building to register for Read Squared and you, you know, don't have computer access, then at least you can kind of follow along right. with the journal. Yeah, very good, very good. And the Read Squared app is going to be awesome as far as a way to communicate. And of course, our other social media, Facebook, mm -hmm. uh, where Jency handles that for us as well and does an excellent job of, of getting our information out on there. So they can call us. If, if you don't have any access to that, you can always call the library at 425-8600. And anything we can do, any way that you that you think we can help you to participate, we are, we're open to new ideas. You know, everything going digitally and virtually now, we're navigating that space the same as everybody else, mm -hmm. you know, and our new motto for in amongst us has become Semper Gumby which is always flexible because we we know that in the days we're living we can try something and then we might have to to be a little bit flexible on how we carry it out so we want to be sure to connect with every, every one of you out there on mm -hmm. this chances are if you're hearing this podcast it's not going to be a problem right <laughs> to connect with you right. so um do you want to tell us a little bit more on the, about the read squared how easy that is to create an account and sure it it really is very user friendly and one of the things you're talking about flexibility with staff so we've encouraged all the staff to create their own read squared account and even right. go so far as to create it as a family account even if they don't have children, just make up a dog or a pet <laughs> or something so that we can all help people right. walk through it. But that being said, one of the neat things for a family, because we realize for, for parents and, and caregivers that it could be hard if you thought you had to create separate accounts right. for every oh, yeah. person in your household. So there is a way to create a family account. And once you create the family account under the adult, 
then you just put in the names and ages of the children and what, you know, are they pre-readers, children, teens, what have you. And then that way under one account with one password, um, the, the caregiver parent can log what the child is doing, can see the different missions and the badges and all of that sort of thing. And one, one thing as well is let's say you're reading a story out loud to several different ages of children that can all be logged at one time that's good so you're not <laughs> so it cool. we really feel like it's user friendly but as you said we have to be flexible and we're still learning right. and making sure that that we can help people navigate it um, but just from our initial working with it we feel like it, it's going to be easy and um and and user friendly that's and that's good because we all want easy right now yeah <laughs> um so um that means because we are doing most of this i mean most everything will be done virtually we will have some things you can come and check out yes talk, talk about those a minute um so in terms of things that you can pick up here information stuff we'll we'll have things posted to our website and things posted on facebook and and that sort of and then um there will be youtube videos on our youtube channel that that address some of the other programs but we'll try we've got uh, sheets here that can walk you through setting up your account um and then of course the journals everybody will get we've right. got um some other ideas and sheets that we'll hand out um, if people come into the library. Um, but we also have um, this new thing we're doing, and, and hopefully we'll have it cataloged pretty soon. We're doing story spoons. Oh, but you should, oh my <laughs> goodness, you should see these. Oh, wow. It's, it's a wooden spoon. Right. And we've painted the spoons to represent the characters in the book. So Jennifer, our children's librarian, picked out like 20 awesome different children's books that have really cool characters and you know it's it's re interesting retellings of stories classics, like the classics mm -hmm. and and some others in there and even some that are told um you know from different um uh ethnicities right so awesome. it's really got a diverse collection so awesome. let's say you have the three little pigs there'll be a spoon for each pig and a spoon for the wolf. Right. And so you will check out a kit and it'll have the book and the spoons. And what it, you do with that is you read the book to your, to your child and then you can have them react out the story while you're telling it or then ask them to tell you the story using the spoons. And that's a really important pre-reading um, yes. skill right. for them to be able to connect what you're saying with imagination mm -hmm. and creating stories. So we're really excited about having that element. Right. And another element that Shane, our circulation manager, another project will be um, writing, like novel writing, um, story writing. And so each age group, children, teens and adults, if you want to get more into you know, actually writing. Um, they're gonna be posting weekly videos for the different age groups of activities you can do to help encourage the writing. Awesome. Um, and then we've got a writing group here and I think he's doing Zooms on Saturdays right. in July um, with with people that really wanna get in more to, to more so, 
beyond journaling. That's awesome. Um, and then let's see, I what forgot. Yeah, take, yep. Take and make. Take and make crafts. So we can't have those big groups where we do the crafternoons and stuff like we've done in the past. So we've bought um, craft kits. And every other week, um, we will have a different craft kit that you can come in and pick up and take to do at home. And, you know, they're, they're fairly simple, but I think the younger people will really enjoy. But there's, like, scratch bookmarks, you know, where you take the little thing and it's got the color and you scratch it off. And there's masks one week. There's um, dip wands and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Those will be posted as a mission the week that craft is available and for you to pick up. But if, let's say, you get to the next week and we have more of that craft available, just ask us, you know, for that week's craft or, or something like that. And then you can um, pick that up and take that home and then work on it. Now, this program is actually going to start. We're going to start it Monday, June the 15th, yes. correct? And this this podcast may not be published by then. We're hoping so. This since this is our s- second one, uh, we don't know yet how long it takes. All of the well, we know you can listen to it on uh, Podbean because that's that will be our main uh, podcast present host or whatever you call mm-hmm. it. I don't know all the terminology for this yet. Yeah, I don't but either. But that's where it will be. You can always a- access it through Podbean, but we will be posting it on. A lot of the other ones, I don't know exactly which ones yet, but we were trying to get it on, you know, Spotify and hopefully Pandora and uh, Google and Apple, all the different major ones that people are using. But so it it kind of sounds funny when I say it's going to start Monday, and you may not actually hear this till after that. But is there anything that we can explain to them about? I know I've already looked at that read squared, and there's. Mm-hmm. If you click the menu, there's a whole drop down mm-hmm. of different things. Do they need to click on certain things to see what to be doing each week? Yes. Okay. Um, so the activities are where, where I would say this is an activity. It's called in Read Squared a mission. A mission. Okay. So for each, um, if you want to go see the missions, if you've registered, you know, a child. Then you can click the children's program and look at the missions, and it'll show you the available missions okay. that are out there. So um, Jennifer has some missions that involve building different things with either Lego blocks, blocks, you know, making things out of Play-Doh, like to go with the theme, something, you know, a mermaid's lagoon, a pirate ship, stuff like that. So you click on that mission. And then it'd give you some information on the activity to complete. And then there'd be like a checkbox to say you've done it. Um, and once you check that you've done that, it'll give you the badge for it. Awesome. Um, we've got some that are um, having a movie night with your family. Okay. Um, we've got the explore your neighborhood. So we've put a bunch of things that you might find in your neighborhood for you to take a picture and you upload those pictures to that mission. Um, as you walk around your neighborhood. For adults, we've got one that's a shop local and a dine local. So the the point of the mission is to go to a local business, eat there, take a picture, and upload that because we're trying to encourage that sort of thing as well. 
So all of those different missions, there's reading related missions with um, Jesse's done a lot of reading lists. That's another section of Read Squared. So you can click reading list. I've got a couple of reading lists for adults, just suggestions of things to read. And if you choose to do that mission, you don't have to. If you choose to do that mission, you would read a book off that list and then input that you read it and, and put a brief little review, at least for mine. And then you get that badge what the cool thing about read squared is that when we start awarding prizes we put in the parameters you know if i wanted to pick um randomly out of people that did for example the um we've got one called explore your city where you go like casey jones village some of the places like that and just take your picture outside mm -hmm. so i've worked with the convention and visitors bureau and for everybody that completes that particular mission um, we will have it randomly pull a winner and the CVB, um, Lori Nunnery and Paige and, and um, some of the others that work there, they've got a little basket of goodies. Oh, awesome. So it's, it's the different, we can choose different missions to award prizes, but also as you move forward in your reading, getting points for reading books, minutes, right. however, then we can say we want to draw everybody that's earned, you know, 300 points and, you know, right. up to that point and it automatically draws. Awesome. Then at the end, we're going to do winners in each of the, the four categories. And that'll be drawn from people that have earned the 1,000 points. And by categories, yeah, you mean? Pre-readers, children, teens, and adults. Very good. And then we've talked to Kenny, our friend Kenny at the city. <laughs> he may have not told the mayor this, but um, we're going to have the mayor uh -huh. in a video announce awesome. the people that, that won uh -huh. for the whole summer, and we'll awesome. have other prizes there, awesome. too. So Awesome. And I can't forget this. The Friends of the Library, yes. they give us money every year for our summer reading program. This year, we've, we asked for $2,200. To cover all our supplies and prizes, uh -huh. and um, and they're so generous every they are the year. Best. So they are the absolute yeah. best friends group I've ever seen in my life. They are so supportive of mm -hmm. us. I'm very thankful for them. Well, we're so excited, and Jennifer, I can hear it in your voice now. I may call her Jennifer. My three, <laughs> adult, my three librarians that cover the different ages are Jency, Jennifer, and Jency. Jesse. Jesse, Jen. See. <laughs> I, and I have three boys, and they all start with J's, so yeah. you may get called anything. Right. But, yeah, they're all J's. Believe it or not, I did not know this when they were hired. They were all born the same year, so I call them my triplets. Yeah. But we may have y'all back on yeah. in a few weeks and just maybe go over, um, tell us how it's going yeah. or if we've changed anything. But we're so excited. And, uh, you know, all my staff are, are fabulous, mm -hmm. and I love them all. But I do want to... Since I'm talking to Jency right now, I want to give a great shout out to her because um, she's my, um, let's see, they used to say brother from another mother, but since she's a girl, uh, I have to say sister, she's my sister from another, another mister. mister or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, uh, has a heart for service and works so hard to get uh, programs and things out for the library and for this community. And I just want to want all of y'all to know that how much well, I appreciate you. that. I love working here. It's been the best job I've ever had in my 20 plus years of, awesome. of working and it's mm -hmm. honestly the best mm -hmm. group of people I've ever worked with because that makes such a huge difference in 
feeling passionate yeah. about what you're doing yeah. when you know that everybody here has your back. Right. We're all helping each other all the mm -hmm. time. You know, mm -hmm. we ask each other for ideas. It doesn't matter what you do here. Yeah. If we're coming up with a program or an idea, we want to run it by everybody because it it's not, so it affects people. everybody because yeah. people, you know, are a great mm -hmm. circulation team. They promote it. They're answering the questions people have. And so if they don't understand the way we put something together, it's not going to work as well. Exactly. So everybody has had their hand in the summer program. Well, if you see her, you can either call her Gency or you can call her Martha Poppins because she's a mixture <laughs> of Mary Poppins and Martha Stewart. So thank you so much, Gency, <laughs> you, for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I'm, we're very excited. And we'll be checking back with you all. Yep. Thanks.